जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय द्वैत छंद जय घोर भक्त विला जय द्वैत छंद जय घोर भक्त विला जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौर भक्त जय द्वैत चंद्र जय गौर भक्त सो कंटिन्यूंग आर रीडिंग ऑफ द श्री चैतन्य चारिता Madhya Lila, chapter 20, beginning with text 360. So last week, the last verse we read was the uh, uh, first verse of the Bhagavatam, which was quoted um, in this section of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is Lord Chaitanya's instructing Sanatana Goswami. Eshoke Param Shabde Krishna Rupan सत्यम शब्दे काहे तनरा स्वरूप लखन इन दिस इनवोकेशन ऑफ द श्री फ्रॉम द श्रीमद् भागवतम द वर्ड परम इंडिकेट्स लॉर्ड कृष्णा द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड एंड द वर्ड सत्यम इंडिकेट्स हिज पर्सनल कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स सो व्हाट इज परम इंडिकेट What does Param indicate? Mother Chandrabhaga? Oh. Okay, we'll read it again. We'll read it again. Catch it. In this invocation from the Srimad Bhagavatam, the word Param indicates Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And the word Satyam indicates Lord Krishna. his personal characteristics so what is param indicate krishna and satyam his personal characteristic swarup lakhan lakshana vishwasishti adi kaila veda brahma ke paidil padail arta abhigyata swarup shakte maya dhura kail In that same verse it is stated that the Lord is the creator maintainer and annihilator of the cosmic manifestation and that he enabled Lord Brahma to create the universe by infusing him with knowledge of the Vedas Does anybody remember the Sanskrit for that in the first verse of the Bhagavatam Tene Brahma from within his heart it is also stated that the lord has full knowledge both directly and indirectly and that he knows past present and future 
and that his personal energy is separate from maya, the illusory energy. Esab karya tanra tatashta lakhan anyavatara aiche jnana munigan all the activities are his marginal characteristics. Tatashta lakshana, lakhan. Great personality, saintly personalities understand the incarnations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead by the indication of two characteristics known as sarupa and tatashta. All the incarnations of Krishna should be understood in this way. Avatara kale hoi jagate gochar edui lakana keha janeshwar. At the time of their appearance, incarnations of the Lord are known in this world because people can consult the shastras to understand the incarnation's chief characteristics known as varup and tatashta. In this way, the incarnations become known to saintly persons. Does anybody know the, the acronym that we gave last week? The acronym? Were you here last week? Okay. Nitai? The acronym? How do you know an avatar? If someone says, I am the Supreme Personality of Godhead, what are the checks to know? There was four things. The acronym is S-A-S-A-F-E. Safe. You're safe. You have these four. So the first one is illustrated right here. Sastra. They have to be spoken about in Sastra. So many people in India are saying, look at me, I am some, I am Bhagavan, I am some Devi, I am this or that. But they are not talked about in Sastra, their activities. And mostly the activities are abominable. Some scandal, some this or that. So they have to be spoken about very clearly in Sastra. Like Lord Chaitanya, spoken very clearly before he appeared. So many verses. Then A stands for his, the astrology is, uh, is, is extraordinary. Has different features that are not there in other uh, astrological charts. Then F stands for features. He has certain body uh, thing, uh, uh, forms that don't appear normally. Like, for example, Krishna's arms are so long that the hand extends to the knees. Mahapurusha form. Then uh, E, extraordinary activities, like manifesting universal form and uh, showing the universe within his mouth, or lifting over on hill on the tip of his pinky. Someone says they're God, they should at least prove it by their activities. Not do some insignificant magic. Oh, I can spit out a gold egg. Nothing. Spit out a whole golden universe, you know. Your God, don't do some insignificant thing. Okay, here. Sanatana kahe yateshvar lakhan pitavarna karyad premadhana sankirtan. Sanatana Goswami said, 
the color of the personality in whom the characteristics of the Lord are found is yellowish. His activities include distribution of love of Godhead and chanting the holy names of the Lord. Kali kale se Krishnavatar nishchai sudeda kare kaha yauka shamshai. The incarnation of Krishna in this age is indicated by these symptoms. Please confirm this def- definitively, definitely, so that all my doubts will go away. Purport, Sanatan Goswami wanted to confirm the fact that Shishishani Mahababu is the incarnation of Krishna for this age. According to Shastra, in Kali Yuga, the Lord will appear in a golden or yellow color and will distribute love of God, love of Krishna and the Sankirtan movement. In accordance to, with the Shastra and saintly persons, these characteristics were vividly displayed by Shishi Chanya Mahaprabhu. And it was therefore clear that Shishi Chanya Mahaprabhu was incarnation of Krishna. This was confirmed by the Shastras and by his personal characteristics were accepted by saintly people. Since Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could not escape Sanatana Goswami's argument, he remained silent on this point, and therefore, thereby indirectly accepted Sanatana's statement. By this we can clearly understand Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a direct incarnation of Lord Krishna, because he is supposed to be Chanavatar, hidden incarnation, he is not directly declaring himself to be the supreme personality of Godhead because he is taking the role and he is also enjoying the role of being Krishna's servant. So we're not meant to disturb him. Let him be the devotee that he wants to be. Say, no, no, you're God. Hey, you know, leave me alone. Let me be the servant. Prabhu kahe chadurali chada sanatan shaktaveshavatare rashuna vivaran. Shishitanya Mahaprabhu, O Sanatan, you must give up your intelligent tricks. Now, just try to understand the description of the shaktaveshavatar. So, uh, let me just teach you something else now. Let's, let's go on. <laughs> Next subject. Shaktave Shavatara Krishnera Asankya Gadan Dignara Shankare Mukha Mukya Jan. There are limited Shaktive Shavatars of Lord Krishna. Let me describe the chief among them. Shakshave Shadwiru Mukha Gana Gona Deki Sakshad Sakye Avatara Bhase Vibhutaliki. In part incarnations are of two types. Primary and secondary. The primary ones are directly empowered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead and are called incarnations. The secondary ones are indirectly empowered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead and are called vibhuti. Sarakadi Narada Prithu Parashuram Jiva Rupa Brahmara Aveshavataranam. Some Shakti Aveshavataras are the four Kumaras Narada, Maharaj Prithu, Parshurama. When a living being is empowered to act as Lord Brahma, he is also considered 
शक्ति वेश अवतार वैकुंते शेष धार दरे अरंत ए मुख्य शेष तार Lord Shesha, in the spiritual world of Vaikuntha, and in the material world, Lord Ananta, who carries innumerable planets on his hoods, are two primary empowered incarnations. There are no need to count others, for there are unlimited. Sadakadye jana shakti, nare shakta bhakti, Brahmanyaya Shishti Shakti Anante Bhudharana Shakti The power of knowledge was invested in the four Kumaras. The power of bhakti, devotional service, was invested in Narada. The power of Shishti, creation, was invested in, by, in Lord Brahma. And the power of Bhudharana the, the power to carry innumerable planets was invested in Lord Ananta. So what power was given to Narada? The power of Bhakti. How about the four Kumaras? Knowledge and Ananta. Carry all innumerable planets, Bhudharana. And how about uh, Brahma? Shishti, yes. Sheshe Swasevana Shakti Prithu Palan Parashurabe Dushta Nashaka Vira Sancharan. The Supreme Personality of God invested uh, the power of personal service, Shwa Sevana Shakti, to Lord Shesha. So this is a, a Shesha and Ananta. These are like different personalities. Ananta is like a, on the bottom of the universe, and Shesha is the bed. You should just say, oh, they're just the same. <laughs> okay. He invested the power to rule the earth in King Pritu. Pritu te palan. That's also pal is, what does pal mean? Pal. Go pal. Radha Krishna, Govinda Govinda. Gopal, what does Pal mean? Protector. He is protector of the cows. Gopal. So, Palan, the power of protect the earth, rule. And Dushta, Nashaka, Virya. To destroy the rogues and thieves, he gives that power to Parasharam. Purport. Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Parichaya Naya Sadhunam Virashaya Tadusritam. 
Sometimes the Lord invests his power to rule in a king like Prithu and enables such a king to kill rogues and miscreants. He also invests his power in incarnations like Parashurama. Jnana Shakti Adekalya Well, this is a Sanskrit. Jnana Shakti Adekalya Vishwasha Janardan Tadavesha Nigatyante Jiva Eva Mahatmanaha When the Lord is present and summoned by portions of His various potencies, the living entity representing the Lord is called Shakti Veshavatar. That is an incarnation invested with special power. So I'll read that again. When the living entity is present, when the Lord is present in someone by portions of his various potencies, the living entity representing the Lord is called Shaktivesh Avatar. So what is the definition of a Shaktivesh Avatar? What does plenary mean? It's actually the opposite. Plenary means complete. It says, when the living entity, when the Lord is present in someone by portions of his various potencies, the living entity representing the Lord is called Shaktivesha. So plenary actually means Complete incarnation. The word plenary is, uh, sometimes we see it as the, it's, we think it means like a small portion, but plenary means complete. When the Lord is present, then that person is identified as Shaktivesh Avatar. When the Lord is present uh, with his various potencies. This verse, purport, this verse is called from found in the Lagu Bhagavatamrita 118. Vibhuti kahiye yaiche gita ekadashe jagat vyapila krishna shakti abhasaveshe and is explained in the 11th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna has spread himself all over the universe in many personalities through specific powers known as vibhuti. The expansions of specific Maya powers is displayed in the Srimad Bhagavatam 2739. Know that all opulent, beautiful, and glorious creations spring from but a spark of my splendor. This is a statement by Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita 10.41. Atava bahunaitena kim gattena tavarjuna vishtabhyam idam kritsnam ekam jagat. But what need is there, Arjuna, for all this detailed knowledge with a single fragment of myself I pervade and support this entire universe. Purport. This is also a statement made by Lord by Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita 
Itakalud Shakti Vishabatar Balya Pogalda Darbera Shudhavichar. Thus I've explained specifically empowered incarnations. Now hear about the characteristic of Lord Krishna's childhood, boyhood, and youth. So what did, what, what are the two Shakti Vesha avatars that we learned? Because he's he's moving on to the next section. Say so we already we got it down. So let's see if we have it down. What are the two? Vibhuti is one, yeah? And the other one is uh, called Avatar. One is called Vibhuti, the other one is called Avatar. So Vibhuti is like uh, certain opulences are expressed. Like, of horses, I am Uchishrava. And elephants, I am? Ayurvats. Of mountains, I am. And of immovable things, I am. Himalayas. Of man, I am thee. Monarch. And of letters, I am. A. <laughs> the letter A. A fishes I am. Shark. Therefore, Shark Week is bonafide. In the TV show. <laughs> so, those are his vibhutis. And then the avatars are when uh, he is present in the living entity. His various potencies, that living entity is indicated as Shaktivesh avatar. And the examples were given uh, Ritu, he had the, what is the word, Buddha, not Buddha, but Palana, protector, or Ananta Buddha, to hold the earth. Shishti Brahma to create the universe. Uh, Dushta uh, Nashta to destroy the miscreants Parshuram. To uh, what are the other ones? Jnana Shakti, the Kumaras, Bhakti Shakti, Narada. So he's in, uh, he, the Lord, is present with his various uh, potencies in the living entity. Okay, so now he's going to the next section. Kishore Shekhar Dharmi Vrajendra Nandan Prakata Lila Karibe Yave As the son of Maharaj Nanda, Lord Krishna is by nature the paragon of Kishore. So someone look up that word, paragon. Who has their phone in their head? Highlight the word and let's see the definition. Paragon of youth. Here, the word for word, it says, Kishora Shekhar, the topmost of youth. So maybe it has. Say it louder? 
a model of excellence or perfection. So Lord Krishna is by nature the topmost of youth, the model of excellence, per, at perfection. Very sweet, very nice. He chooses to exhibit his pastimes at that age. Adoprakat karya matapita bhaktagane pache prakata hoya janmadi kelila krabe. Before his personal appearance, the Lord causes some of his devotees appear as his mother, father, and intimate associates. Then he then later appears as if he were taking birth, growing from a, a baby to a child and gradually to a youth. Vyavyaso vidyatvet pipi sarva bhakti rahasraya dharmikishore vatra nityalila vilasavan. The Supreme Personality of God is eternally enjoying himself. And he is the shelter of all kinds of devotional service. Although his ages are various, his age is known as Kaishoda, pre-youth, is best of all. What is the best one? Kaishoda. And he said, pre-youth. Purport, this is a verse found in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, 2.163. Putana vyadhani yata lilakshadekshade sablila nitya prakat akare anukrave. When Lord Krishna appears from moment to moment, he exhibits his different pastimes, beginning with the killing of Putana. All these pastimes are eternally being demonstrated one after another. Ananta Brahmanatar Nahika Ghan Ganan Koralila Kona Brahmanahaya Prakatan. The consecutive pastimes of Krishna are being manifested in one of the innumerable universes moment after moment. There is no possibility of counting the universes. But in any case, some pastimes of the Lord is being manifested in every moment in one universe or another. So Krishna has his road show. It's like a traveling uh, festival where he is exhibiting the spiritual world. Indra Duba Swami is traveling in Poland. He has Kirtan festivals. Thus, the Lord's pastimes are like the flowing Ganges water. In this way, all the pastimes are manifested by the son of Nanda Maharaj. So in the Briyad Bhagavatamrita discusses the Lord's different incarnations. And it, uh, it describes that the Lord incarnations 
are not like the sun being reflected in various pots. The different creditors, Varaha, there's Nisriga, there's Mahavishnu, different relationships, different uh, interactions that happen, different activities. So he said, one should not see the incarnations like the sun being reflected in many different uh, uh, pots of water. That is not the various incarnations. But rather, the one sun, if I'm in Texas and you're in Colorado, you're going to see the sun. I'm going to see the sun. But I say, you say, oh, it's right next to the mountain. And I say, no, no, it is right next to you on the phone with you. I see the sun is right next to the uh, Bank of America Tower in downtown Dallas. And you say, no, no, it is right next to the mountain. So you're seeing the, it's the one Supreme Lord. He's not been reflected out. But he's just seen in many places. But he's actually situated as one. Because in reflection means there is some corruption. Dispersion, corruption, etc. Kame Bale Pagala Kasharata Prati Rasadi Lila Kare Kaishaditisthiti. Lord Krishna exhibits his pastimes of childhood, boyhood, and pre youth. When he reaches pre youth, he continues to exist eternally to perform his rasa dance and other pastimes. The comparison made here is very interesting. Krishna does not grow like an ordinary human being, even though he exhibits his pastimes of childhood, boyhood, and pre youth. When he ages the age of pre youth, he does not grow, grow any older. He simply remains in his Kaishura age. Therefore, he's described in the Brahma Samhita as Navayovanam. Advaita Machutta Purusham Navayovanam Sha. This Navayovana, or Piyuth, is the eternal transcendental form of Krishna. Krishna never grows older than Navayovana. And also an interesting thing, Krishna grew uh, faster than most children. So how old was Krishna when he gave Kamsa a punch into the face? You know? How old was Krishna when he gave Kamsa a punch to the face? Mother Saita. Eight? No, no, no. Nithai? So how long was he there on the planet by the time he punched Kamsa in the face? 
he, he, he turned the leaven in Batura. But he already appeared like he was 16. See? So if you said 16 or 11, you had it right. So uh, Shiva Ramaswamy quotes from Acharyas that they say that sometimes uh, extraordinary human beings, like some royalty, they will grow at an exceptional rate. Like in the Bhagavatam, it describes Krishna's crawling and walking at very early stages of childhood. So some exceptional human beings, they'll, they'll start crawling or walking when other babies are not even crawling or they'll start talking, etc. And so Krishna, by the time he was 11 years on the planet, he already had a, uh, matured his body to be like 16 years old. But it never went past that, that appearance. So even when he was Grandpa Krishna, Grandpa Krishna on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, he still looks just like he came straight out of Vrindavan to give Kamsa the punch. Which one are we on? Three eighty-five. There we go. Nitya Krishna Sarvak Shastrakai Bhujitena Pare Lila Kemana Nityahai. The description of Krishna's eternal pastimes are all or in all the revealed scriptures, but one cannot understand how they are continuing eternally. Let me give you an example by which people may understand the Lord, Lord Krishna's eternal pastimes. An example can be found in the Jyotish, the Zodiac. Okay, so this, let's see if this makes any sense to us, because I don't know how many of us here are familiar with the Zodiac. Not me. Jyotish Chakra Surayena Pire Ratridhine the sun moves across the zodiac day and night and crosses the oceans between the seven islands, one after another. According to Vedic astronomical calculations, the rotation of the sun consists of 60 dandas and is divided into 3,600 palas. According to Vedic astronomical calculation, the rotation of the sun consists of 60 dandas and is divided into 3,600 palas. The sun rises in steps consisting of 60 palas. 
Sixty palas equals one danda, and eight dandas comprise one prahara. Of course, this makes 100% sense to all of us, because we are familiar with Jyotish astrology. Uh, not me, but maybe all of you. Ekadoetin chari praha ashtahai. Chari praha rati gele punya surodoi. The day and the night are divided into eight praharanas. Four belong to the day and four belong to the night. Eight praharanas, the sun rises again. So these appear to be just time periods. Aicha Krishna Lila Mandala Chauda Manvatare Brahmana Mandala Vyapi Krame Krame Pire. Just as there is orbit of the sun, there is orbit of Krishna's pastimes, which are manifested one after the other. During the lifetime of the 14 Manus, this orbit expands throughout all the universes and gradually returns. Thus Krishna moves with with his pastimes through all the universes, one after another. So again, like we said earlier, it is a traveling uh, concert, roadshow, festival that Krishna is performing in all the different universes. Shayo yashattavasara Krishna prakata prakash. Tahar yachevrajapure kaila vilas. Krishna remains within the universe for 125 years and he enjoys his pastimes of both Vrindavan and Dwaraka. Alatta chakra prahaise lila chakra pire sabalila sababravalle krama udaya kari. The cycle of his pastimes turns like a wheel of fire. Thus Krishna exhibits his pastimes one after the other <coughs> in every universe. Jadma Balya Pauganda Kaishoya Prakash Putanavyadhari Kari Mo Shalantavilas Krishna's pastimes. Appearance, childhood, boyhood, and youth are all manifesting, beginning with the killing of Putana and the extending to the end of the Moshala Lila, the annihilation of the Yadu dynasty. All these pastimes are rotating in every universe. I think Albert Einstein would be really interested in hearing all this. So many universes of the Lord is going from one to the other. Like, wow, this is just, even only 500 years ago, that would be considered, wow, they knew about that 500 years ago? What to speak of thousands of years ago? Kona Brabanda Kona Lilara Haila Avashtan Tate Lila Ditya Kahe Agaman Puran Since all of Krishna's pastimes are taking place continuously at every moment, some pastime is existing in one universe or another. Consequently, these pastimes are called eternal by the Vedas and Puranas. Agama. Goloka Gokula Dham Vibhu Krishna Sam Krishna Chaya Brahmandagantara Sankrama The spiritual boat is known as Goloka, which is a pasturing land for Surubi cows. Just FYI, it is Surabi. Surabi. No, that's like saying Radhika. It's, no, it's Radhika. Surabi. There's no long A over the 
There's no long light. There's no light over the A. Surabhi. Surabhi abhipalayantam. That is, generally in English, we overemphasize the second syllable of words. And so sometimes we put that into Sanskrit. So we don't, most devotees, we don't say Radhika. We say Radhika because we know that one. But we might say Putana, Yashoda. But that's just the, the English accent being put into it. So, Surubi, that's Rabi, Tulasi. <laughs> so, which one, which one sounds better? Radhika or Radhika? Which one? Radhika or Radhika? Which one is more sweet? <laughs> By the will of Krishna, the original Goloka and Gokula Dhams are manifested with him in all the universes. Aiteva Goloka Sthane Nitya Vihar Brahmadagale Krame Prakataya Tahar The eternal pastimes of Krishna are continuously taking place in the original Goloka Vrindavan planet. These same pastimes are gradually manifested within this material world. And each and every brother. Hey, Sam, where are you going? No, no, come on, come on, Sam. Come sit down, come. Wait, wait, it will, it will be there. Wait, it's the last one right here. Come, come, son. Come on, sit down, sit down. Hold on. All right, you ready for the purport? Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur elucidates this complicated explanation of Krishna's pastimes. Krishna's pastimes are always present in the material world and one of the many universes. These pastimes appear in the universes one after another, just as the sun moves across the sky. And measures the time. Krishna's appearance may be manifested in this universe at one moment, and immediately after his birth, this pastime is manifested in the next universe. After his killing of Putana is manifested in this universe, <coughs> it is next manifested in another universe. Did you guys get that? Did you get that? So what's happening? Each pastime is happening one after the other in each universe. Not the, it's not, you know, uh, A to Z and then A to Z. It's A, the next universe. The, when A moves to B, then the next universe starts with the A. So it's each pastime is playing out Eternally, each individual pastime. Krishna's a so was 
after his birth, this pastime is, is manifested in the next universe. After his killing of Putana is manifested in this universe, it's next manifested in another universe. Thus, all the pastimes of Krishna are eternally existing, both in the original Goloka Vrindavan planet and in the material universes. Anybody heard this before? There are unlimited universes, and all of Krishna's pastimes are manifesting one moment after the other in all of them. This rotation is explained through the example of the sun moving across the sky. Krishna appears and disappears in innumerable universes, just as the sun appears and disappears during the day. Although the sun appears to rise and set, is it continuously shining somewhere on the earth? Similarly, through the pastime. Sam, what is Sam doing again? Sorry. Sneaky guy. This rotation is explained through the example of the suns moving across the sky. Krishna appears and disappears in innumerable universes just as the sun appears and disappears during the day. Although the sun appears to rise and set, it's continuously shining somewhere on earth. Similarly, although Krishna's pastimes seem to appear and disappear, they're continuously existing in one Brahmanda universe or another. Thus, all of Krishna's leelas are present simultaneously throughout the innumerable universes by our limited senses. We cannot... By our limited senses, we cannot appreciate this. Therefore, Krishna's eternal pastimes are very difficult for us to understand. One should try to understand how they are taking place by understanding the example of the sun. Although the Lord is constantly appearing constantly in the material universes, his pastimes are eternally present in the original Goloka Vrindavan. Therefore, these pastimes are called Nityalila, eternally present pastimes. Because we cannot see what is going on in other universes. It is a little difficult for us to understand how Krishna is eternally manifesting his pastimes. There are 14 manus in one day of Brahma. And this calculation is also taking place in other universes. Krishna's pastimes are manifested before the 14 manus expire. Although it is a little difficult to understand the eternal pastimes of Krishna... In this way, we must accept the verdict of Vedic literatures. There are two types of devotees. Devotees, the sadhaka, who is preparing for perfection, and the siddha, who is already perfect. As for those who are prepared, are already perfect, are concerned, Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Tyaktadeham purnarjhatma naitimameti sorjuna after giving up this material body, such a devotee comes to be. After leaving the material body, the perfect devotee takes birth from the womb of a gopi on a planet where Krishna's pastimes are going on. This may be in this universe or another universe. This statement is found in the Ujwala Nilamani, which is commented by Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur. When a devotee becomes perfect, 
he is transferred to the universe where Krishna's pastimes are taking place. Krishna's eternal associates go wherever Krishna manifested his pastimes. As stated before, first the father and the mother of Krishna appear, then the other associates. Quitting his material body, the perfect devotee also goes to associate with Lord Krishna and his other associates. Om Tatsat. Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna.